Hey guys, welcome to The Breakdown. My name is Josh, and I'm here with THE Brock Yonke. How the heck are you? I think I'm doing well, Josh, yourself? <laughs> Good, man. I'm doing Good. really well. Uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, on The Breakdown this week. What we like to do is take a bite-sized portion of this weekend's message and then dig down into it a little bit deeper, talk about what it means, talk about how that might look uh, played out in our lives. Uh, and man, we have a lot of fun doing it. And so uh, we hope that you are buckled in because I tell you, Brock, once in a lifetime, mm-hmm. you get to sit down and you get to hear someone share something that is so mind-blowing, so life-changing. <laughs> And that it just, it, that's what it is. It's just, yeah. it, you're, you're never the same again. And, and, the, that's, and the speaker this weekend. That's what it was. Elicited those emotions. It was. We had a guest speaker this weekend uh, for the third week of our Help Us Here series, who was just simply amazing. I, I wonder, oh wait, that was me. It Thank was you. Oh, you. that's so nice of you to say that. So, <laughs> yeah. And for those of you, the regular listeners, our, our regular listener crowd that have smashed the subscribe button. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that on YouTube. Uh, but Mary is out again, but she'll be back next week. So yep. that'll be good too. Yep. But yeah, so we are finishing our series talking about help us hear the Holy Spirit. So we're looking at the fruit of the Spirit and this idea that the Holy Spirit transforms us. And we looked at, as we've talked about on this podcast already, but who the Holy Spirit is, but that Holy Spirit transformation takes place so that we can love other people well. There was like one golden rule that Paul gave, love your neighbors yourself, that covers all of the fruit. But this idea that it's not something we work on, but something that is developed in us because of the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. So that's where we looked at the fruit of the Spirit. And so we looked at Galatians chapter five and the fruit of the Spirit. And so if you get a chance, go back and listen to that um, and see what you think. Yeah, so. you mentioned several really great uh, passages throughout your message this weekend. Um, lots of uh, talking about fruit of the Spirit, living in the power of the Spirit. And so today what we get to do is uh, is break that down a little bit more and really kind of answer a couple of questions that a lot of us probably uh, ask often, but what does that mean to walk in the Spirit? What does that mean to be empowered by the Spirit? Um, something you hear often is like, you know, we're to die to self. What does that mean? And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. What are the the verses that we're breaking down today? So I looked at Galatians chapter 5 up through verse 23, talking about the fruit of the Spirit. So today we're going to look at 24 and 26 is yeah, the plan. So awesome. continuation. I was planning on hitting those verses, but kind of ran out of time. So where we get the Get to break them down in the do breakdown. This is great. So uh, we're going to read Galatians 5, 24 through 26. So beginning in verse 24, Paul writes to his readers, those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So it's interesting in Galatians that there's a problem in that Paul has written this letter about. And one of the problems was that Jewish Christians were trying to get people to not only have faith in Jesus, but obey the law and the Jewish rituals as well. And Paul is writing to them saying, no, you're only transformed by being connected to Jesus. And in being connected to Jesus, there's certain things that are transformed in us. And so we list the fruit of the Spirit then as this is the way that we are transformed. This is how we begin to live. And so these verses are, are continuing on that idea. And so again, if you, if you get the chance, 
maybe as a Bible study this week, read, read Galatians chapter 5, and it'll, it'll lead into these verses. But these verses kind of continue to play out that, that idea that Jesus is the one that is, does the transforming in yeah. our lives. It helped me as I kept reading through these and studying these three verses. It helped me when I started uh, kind of putting each verse into a particular bucket just to kind of help think through what's being said here. What are the implementations uh, of the verse that came before it and so on. And so as we talk through these, uh, it might help uh, our listeners to think of it as 24, this idea of being crucified in Christ. And then 25, uh, because we've been crucified in Christ, what's it mean to then be empowered uh, by the Spirit? How do we live lives where we're following the Spirit? And then it's really uh, great. Paul does what he does well so often. And he, in verse 26 on, he kind of starts giving us these steps, these practical implications of what this could, should look like. And that's really helpful. Yeah, and verse 24 is really interesting to me and a confusing verse, I think, from time to time. But as I read this, just to, to break it down, I guess I'll, I'll go with the theme of the podcast here. To break it down, yeah, it's good. there's this idea that here he lists in earlier in Galatians 5, here's the, the sins of the, of, the, of, of the sinful nature. And here's the things that we do. And they're often at the cost of other people. And by being crucified with Christ, he's saying that those things have lost a little power because they were crucified with Jesus on the cross and all their power. And so now we are free from those things because we have been crucified with Christ. And so those passions have been <clears throat> crucified. So now we are free to actually live by the Spirit. So there's there's help. And that's why the whole series is called Help Us Here because Jesus did the work, the Holy Spirit does the work, but there's a chance now that we can actually live in freedom because yeah. those things have been crucified with Christ. And now we're free to live a different different way. So those things don't have as much power. Yeah. And so uh, two, three weeks ago, maybe we... Uh, broke down 2 Corinthians 5, which is, again, a 2 um, Corinthians letter written by Paul. And in that passage, he's talking about how Christ became the curse and then was crucified on the cross. And, and, it was, and it's really neat to then see him here saying, now we're the ones who in Christ are to nail our passions and our desires uh, to, the, to the cross. So it's, it's neat to think about those two uh, truths. One, uh, when Christ became the curse, when Christ was crucified on the cross, that's this thing that is done. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah, the, and, and there are implications from that act that then lead to us being able to nail things to the cross as well. And so, uh, one specifically that we're talking about here is is that when Christ was uh, crucified. Uh, the the power of the flesh was also crucified. Yes, sir. So so the the power that sin has over us uh, as as humans, as sinful humans, uh, that that was crucified with Christ on the cross, giving us the ability then to receive that freedom from the power the flesh has over us. Preach it. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable to think that we have help. The help is here. That idea that we have help to actually live and love in a way that God intended for us to live. And again, it's not because of what we did. It's because of this amazing sacrificial work of Jesus Christ that he took that upon himself so that we could be free. So pretty cool stuff. It is. And then it's interesting in verse 25, and said, because now we're free from that, we're free to live by the Spirit. And it says, let's follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. And so there's this idea again, let's go back to what the, the Holy Spirit has done in our lives, and we are living by the Spirit because of Jesus. And he gives us the power to do this because we are his temple now. God is residing within us. 
and we can be in every area of our life transformed. We can start to live in love and joy and peace and patience and kindness. That is now a possibility, again, because of what Jesus did, because of the Holy Spirit living in us. And so it feels a little passive. Yeah. Like we're just the it receivers. Can. Yeah. Like Jesus did all the work. The Spirit is doing all the work. And so it's like, it's this amazing gift that's just kind of handed to us is this idea that comes across as we read Galatians. Yeah. It It, it is interesting how, uh, like you said, passive. So this idea of like receiving the yeah. gift, uh, the free gift of grace of Jesus Christ, that can seem like, a, oh, we've received it. Now we kind of passively uh, live this life out of that grace. And yet the the verbiage that Paul's using here is it's so um it's so active and it's so vibrant mm-hmm. for people who are in Christ. So uh there's nothing passive about this idea of, hey, you're now to nail your passions and your desires to the cross. Yeah. Right. There's this this active living this life in the spirit, um, you know, this step-by-step daily pursuing the Lord, following the Spirit's leading. Yeah. Um, which again, because of what Christ has done, um, we now have the ability in him to do these things. And um, one of the cool things that I came across here is uh, uh, there's there's kind of these two factors that I think are helpful to think through here. One is this idea of like desires. And so, uh, because when we crave something, want something, desire something, uh, that tends, if we really think about this, tends to be the thing that maybe hijacks uh, our desire to to follow the Lord. Yeah. And yet when we nail our passions and desires to the cross, we're reminded of what he's done for us. Um, and we're reminded of the the freedom and the power that we have uh, over that sin. We can, we then have the ability to, um, to actively pursue the Lord in a way where our very desires are changed. Yeah. And so then our choices become changed. That's, yeah. that's really, really encouraging for people who feel like, oh my gosh, Am I ever going to be free from this sin? Yeah, this this way of life and whatnot. And Paul, and Paul is saying here, like going back to the context, that it's not it's Jesus transforms, and we have to obey these things. It's right. just Jesus transforms, mm. and so Jesus transforms us in the sense that at our, our core, that sinful nature is destroyed, and now we're free to live by the Spirit. And also now he's going to give us the power to do the things that he's asked us to do. And so we're yielding to the spirit, yielding to God. And there's also this idea that, and this is where it gets difficult, is because that happens to us, but now there's a call to keep doing those same things. And even in verse 26, he then says, all right, so that's happening. He says, let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. He's going back to the law that trumps all the different Jewish laws, love your neighbors yourself. And so this transformation takes place so that we can effectively love and treat others in a way that really honors honors Christ. And that's it's very powerful and very, as we'll talk later in the uh, conundrum slash something else section today, <laughs> that it's also difficult to to fully grasp this, but this is what Galatians is teaching us. And so we're it's like, it's almost like, that's just worship. Thank you, Jesus, for doing this for me. That, yeah. You're so good to me. Yeah. And it's kind of like we said earlier, Paul is so good about uh, giving us some practical next steps, some yeah. benchmarks, some yeah. hooks to hold on to. So he's told us in 24, hey, Christ has uh, essentially neutered the power of sin, yeah. dying on the cross. Uh, and so there's this way in which we live out of that, but we don't have to do that by ourselves because right. he's given us the spirit. Yeah. He's, he's alive inside of us. He's empowering us to do this. Then it's so cool that he goes on even further and he goes, and if you still don't quite understand what we're talking about, hey, don't be conceited. Uh, don't provoke one another. Don't be jealous. Yeah, uh, because these are these are anti. Yeah, use the spirit. Use your freedom to be nice to other human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I particularly 
Um, I'm particularly passionate about things like this because uh, my own ex- my own kind of Christian experience, or as a as a pastor for uh, almost 15 years now, just uh, uh, person after person struggling with either um, I want to live my life for God and can't seem to like figure that out. I don't really know what to do with that. Um, there's the sin struggle that I just can't quite, you know, get past or whatever. I love helping people see uh, practical next steps and help them maybe think about that differently, help them maybe take some of those steps. I know that's something you're really passionate no, but about. I know, I know, because every time we're in a production meeting for this, Josh is always like, hey, what about the practical? <laughs> How do people live this thing out? And so that's a, that's a beautiful piece of it, because if we don't have that, we're in trouble. It's right. all theory. Right. And so, but Paul helps us to get really super practical, which, yeah. is, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And so we wanted to, we're going we're gonna to break our own rules a little bit today. We're going oh. to sneak into chapter six a little it. bit of Galatians. And so we're going to talk about these verses. Is that, is that okay I if we jump it. there now? Love to, so yeah. we're sneaking, breaking our own rules. But Mary's not here, Josh. I know. We can do whatever we want. So we're going <laughs> to sneak into chapter six. Uh, I'll, I'll read the, let's do this, Josh. Yeah, we'll tell take me. turns reading verses. Oh, okay. How's that? Yeah. That way people can be. Like, who's reading now? Surprised? So, yeah, it's so, yeah, so exciting. It's exciting. So, it is. so chapter six, verse one, we'll just talk about these just very briefly. Paul says, dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. And so he starts off in this practical idea of if someone else, this it's the fruit of the spirit, jumbly, uh, jumbly, gently, <laughs> humbly, uh, or jumbly. That could be the new, it uh, yeah, it's bring quicker. it together. Yeah. And so gently and humbly helping people. And so the fruit of the spirit, you're not doing it to be demanding or this ogre leader. You're kind and caring for people. So we've been transformed. Even if we see someone else caught in sin, that we can help them in that in that way. Yeah. And, and the being careful not to fall into the same temptation. Yeah. That's an interesting thing to think about. Uh, cause I, you know, that could be, uh, fear. I could see you being like pulled into fear or pulled into anger, yep. depending on the sin. I don't know, being tempted by the same sin. So yeah. it's a pretty, pretty well-rounded, you know, warning there. Yeah, so then verse, verse two, share each other's burdens. And in this way, obey the law of Christ. So caring for others is th- that ultimate law of Christ, which is loving your neighbor. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Verse three, if you think you're too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. You are not that important. <laughs> Thanks, Paul, for the encouragement today here as we oh, that listen one makes to this podcast. Me laugh. Yeah. Paul's so good at throwing those in there. It's it's really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, verse four, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Ouch. Yeah. He he's gone to kind of hurting us a little bit that here. That one burns a little. Yeah. And then this this five is a little contradictory from what we've been saying. For we, it says verse five, we're, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. And I don't think he's saying that now you've got to take the power back yourself, but just, you know, pay attention to what you're doing. Like this old idea that we use a lot here, stay in your own lane, draw the circle around yourself, keep working on you. Yeah. That's really the focus of what we're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, it, here's here's the befuddlement okay. that I have with this. You kind of alluded you're, to this a little befuddled? bit earlier. Yeah. Okay. There's something that befuddles me about this. Um, because when, when we read through passages like this, it seems pretty straightforward. Uh, it can very much read like an A plus B equals C. So crucify your desires, uh, you know, follow the spirit, you know, do this, don't do this. And so the thing that's befuddling, and I'm sure a, a lot of our listeners share the sentiment, but why doesn't it always work out that way? Yeah. If Christ has really changed me, the spirit is really working to me. 
Why am I not patient and yes. kind and gentle all the time? Why am I still short? Why do I still get angry? Why do I still struggle with the same you know, things over and over again? Yeah. Uh, oh, we're supposed to answer that question? What do you think? Okay. I mean, tell me, oh, <laughs> wise one. I think it, 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 there's a good theology feels like there's always a beginning and a continuation. And so, yes, in our position with Christ, we are completely forgiven. We are completely changed by the Spirit. But at the same time, there's a continuation where we're partnering with the Spirit. And it talks about in Galatians 5 that we're still in a battle with sin, that there's still a struggle with sin that's going on. So it's not a done battle. It's still something that's in front of us. And so this is a lifelong struggle. It's not like it's over all of a sudden. And so we just continue to yield. We continue to lean into the Spirit. And there's a there's a process that grows. I know, like, if you look back 30 years on my life versus I am today, I'm still sure probably some of the same struggles, but there's been a lot of growth. Yeah. But that took a long time, and it's just continuing the process. So it's like a, a life of faithfulness to the Spirit mm-hmm. that it may not ever— and sometimes— even in good theology, there's a not in this life, in the life to come. Yeah. And so that's it's really freeing and also burdensome at the same time. Yeah. That's and that's one of the things that I really appreciate about we read chapter six, verse five just now, for we're each responsible for our own conduct. It it does remind us of this sense that that this isn't it. There's uh, there's something coming. There's there's this horizon that we're kind of aiming for. Jesus is coming back. We are uh, we are heirs to his kingdom. We do spend eternity with him and, and our brothers and our sisters. And so I do feel like it's helpful uh, to also um, be kind of elevated above our own current circumstances, our own kind of scenarios, and be reminded there's this this bigger God-sized picture that we're all a part of, and that it's helping compel us to think about the way that we want to live our lives so that, again, going back to this idea of being passive, so that we're not just responding when we find ourselves in difficult situations or frustrating situations, yeah. but we're looking forward to those going, you know what, when those things come, because they're coming, I want to honor that person. Because I think my whole life I felt like when emotions come, like anger, frustration, for some reason I felt in my mind that those were emotions I was just supposed to run with. Like this was a sign, oh, this is uh, where you're supposed to be at this moment. Yeah. But I think as I've gotten older, I've realized that those emotions sometimes, they're good in the sense that your body's saying, hey, there might be a danger here. But I don't think those emotions are things I should always follow. Right. Like there's a pause that can come there and say, hey, this person has wounded me from my perspective. And typically my response would be like, oh, yeah, you're not going to do that to me. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. take this. Yeah. But I think the fruit of the Spirit would say, hey, can we pause here and think, here we are in this battle between the sinful nature and the spiritual nature. Can I respond to this person now in love and joy and peace and patient kind and yeah. kindness, which yeah. is the way of the spirit? Yeah, that's that's an amazing example of what it means to uh, not live by the flesh but follow the spirit. Is it is just in that moment uh, taking that second to go like, what would honor God here? What would honor this person? Uh, you know, what would the spirit you know have me do? It's funny. I I say this jokingly, but uh, have have told people here and there that um, the older I get, it feels more like Christianity is just uh, about being more and more uncomfortable and more and more like irritable and just learning how not to be like a jerk yeah. <laughs> in that moment, you know. Yeah. And so, so really, that pause, man. If just if 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 those of us listening, if me, if if you, just sometime today, even found ourselves in in that type of scenario, uh, and we just paused. 
for a moment to be reminded, hey, Christ has been crucified. And in his power, yep. I've been freed from sin, that he's with me, his, his presence of his spirit's with me, empowering me, and uh, and just thinking about what would it look like to worship him in this moment. And I can let that go. I can let that comment, that uncomfortable feeling go, and I can pause and think, okay, that's the sinful nature is going to respond, but how the spirit is going to respond and allowing them the spirit to enable us to do that. Yeah. So it's this conjunction of us thinking, being aware of, being aware of his presence and also pausing to say, hey, how can I let the spirit work through me? And so that pause, remember, crucified Christ gives me freedom for this and the spirit empowers me to do that. That's that's a beautiful formula that's very difficult. And so it's easy to talk about here, yeah. but difficult to do in those situations. But I think it's I've a already done it five times just since we started. Okay, recording. good. Yeah, that's why I've offended you so many times already. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, welcome behind the scenes at the podcast. So <laughs> just kidding. No, that's a it's a beautiful passage. And you know, the ultimate question we're asking is how can we let the fruit of the spirit work through our life a little bit more? And I yeah. think realizing what Jesus has done and then saying, hey, how can I just not let those emotions just drive me all the time? Yeah, that's awesome. I, I really, really hope uh, you, our listeners, have been encouraged by taking something that can feel so just big and ambiguous and out of reach and just kind of go, oh man, that's not only uh, encouraging and true, but something that I can do. That's a simple way that I can follow the Spirit today. And, uh, and, and man, we hope that for you. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this weekend. Uh, we're starting a new series and you can join us uh, at any one of our campuses in person or online. And we hope that you'll do that. Uh, but man, thank you so much. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye everyone. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you've learned something new about God's word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.